podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shoe machine on the market. We own three of them, and I can tell you personally, even before they came, became sponsors, their customer service is second to none. Um, you know, Every time I've had any issues with any of my machines, going back to the way old ones, they've always taken really good care of me. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com. Oh, and mention, uh, mention us, and they'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins or Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, you know, we always tell our players that they should be working on their craft. I challenge you to work on your craft. Come over, join a community of like-minded coaches who want to make this game better. It's the reason I started Teach Hoops is to help pay the bills for all these podcasts, but even more importantly, to give back um, to this great game that has given me so much um, and to set up a roadmap for you to be successful, not only on the court, but off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial, so come over and check, kick the tires around, see if you like it, and uh, let's head off to the podcast. Five 17s on two, yes. Okay, so the 17 across, you guys do that? Seven, you talking wind sprints? Yeah. Okay, but what do you do? Go back to this. So you go... So. The kids are lined up on this yep. baseline, right? One, yep. two, three, yep. four, five, 17 six. times. Yep, 17 times. We do it on an interval of two minutes, five of them. So it's a 10-minute drill. So what happens is we do it in two groups. We have one group on one side, one group on the other. You can take as long as you want to sprint back and forth, but the, every two minutes, you have to go every two minutes is when you start your next sprint. Oh, I love that. Okay. So okay. if you take a minute five to do it, you get 55 seconds rest. If you want to half-ass it and jog it, then you get no time to rest. You can run for 10 minutes. Basically. Yeah, then you're just jogging for 10 minutes. Good. Have fun. <laughs> what do they do? Uh, most of them run it hard, and then what we'll do is we'll put a time on it. If kids are dogging it, then we'll say everyone in this group has to get it in under a minute 20. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Okay. Okay. So that right when sense. you see the kids dogging it, then you put a – Then you put a restriction on it. Then okay. you put a restriction on it. Okay. So, then, so by the time – so you're not even through your 45 minutes. The last one is your 45 no. minutes. Okay. Yeah, that, no, 517 is the last thing. Okay. That's your last thing. So they are – you've gone for 45 minutes. They are done. Like, they're yes. gassed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no no i love that so you basically are you basically you're like the marine sergeant you beat them down bad yeah and now you're gonna see how good they are like yes yeah okay i like that right and now we're gonna get into the meat of the practice whatever it is we're trying to accomplish right okay today's uh emphasis as you can see is gonna be defense 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 um, what do you play defensively? We, we started in half court man, and then we adjust from there. Okay. Uh, we wound up going to a lot of zone this year. 
I'd like to be – the times I've had really good teams, it is completely changing defenses. Every time there's a huddle, we change a defense. Uh, uh, stop each other. Like, Timeout. High, high school kids don't adjust to change. Yeah, you could change on if – you, if you get to the point where you even change on every other – on a make and a miss, if you change on, you know, every dead ball, you change – they'll freak out. They won't know. I mean, I've had – Three teams where I've actually been able to change on the side of where the ball is entered. Like, oh wow! Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy because no one knows what's going on. Like they <laughs> think they think you're like a magician at that point. Um, <laughs> but even make misses, it takes them a while to figure it out. Um, yes, because then you can change what the make and the miss are. We had a team making missing us this year. There was they were man on the make two three zone on the miss. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, the other way around. Man on the miss two three zone on the make. And yeah. It took us a quarter and a half to figure out what the hell are you one. doing. Yeah, and then they changed <laughs> it up. Yeah, I love that. So here we're – this is early in the season for us. We get started a little later than you guys. So this was practice number five for us. Oh, God, you do. We usually are part of the late – so you guys didn't get through your tournament then. No, we, we start – we have tryouts the three days before Thanksgiving. Then we're off for the Thanksgiving weekend, and then that Monday is our first official practice. And then when does your season end? We end – the playoffs are usually the first week in March. Okay, so how, far did, how far did you guys – how far did the tournament get before they called it? They didn't play the state championships. The, we had a north winner and a south winner, but they didn't get to play for the state titles. They didn't get to play. Okay. Yeah. So it's close. It was like us. So I think it was Elite Eight for us that we got. Yeah. To, yeah. Okay. So that stinks for those teams that were there. I, oh, I can't imagine. I mean, it's going to yeah. stink more for the next year for – I mean, I'm convinced we're not going to have a season, to be honest with you. I'm not sure. But, really? Um, football ain't happening. Fall, fall well, sport. I, told, I was talking to my buddy today who I teach with, and he coaches at another school. We're actually in the same conference. We don't – We don't. neither one of us teach at the school where we coach. Okay. Um, and I said to him, I said, Brian, I said, if they shut down school for the year, which they haven't officially done yet, but it's coming. I go, we're not going to be allowed to do anything in the summer. No camps, no workouts, no summer league. Ours have been called. Yeah, ours are called already. He goes, you think so? I go, they're going to shut down school, but let us let the football have seven on seven? No way. No, no, and I don't think football – here, here's the issue, and this is a stats teacher in me. So if someone's listening to this three years from now, but we'll see if I was right. Um I'm in a school of 2,000. You can't put 2,000 teenagers together in social distance. You can't put right. 20 of them. To, you can't put 20 of them together in social in distance. distance. So what they're going to do is, I think they're going to try to slow. They're going to stagger schedules and try things, mm -hmm. and then it's going to blow up, and they're going to shut down for three weeks, and then they're yeah. going to try again, and then they're going to shut down again. They're going to get better at testing. They're going to get better at the stats of like you saw all these people you guys are off for three weeks kind of thing. right that's why i don't know if we'll have a season like we've had wow that's interesting year. i mean i just unless someone comes up with a vaccine um right takes usually a year to to four years um yeah i know it's gonna be a while Please. i think I <laughs> um all right so then so and then you do five you do your 17 twos you do those three times well, this is early in the season. We're okay, your conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. By mid-season, we only have this, usually this one in. The mid one. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. But this is the one where they go home, and I see the parents the next day and go, oh, Timmy came home, and he just went right to sleep. Good. Yes, yes. 
are you going to pay me extra for that? That you didn't have to deal with your teenager? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a good thing. Um, All right. What? So anything guess, else on those? On what? On on those um, on the other two on the box outs or the closeouts? No, not really. I mean, it, we're, we're these are pretty standard drills. You know, defensive stance. We do uh, um, just a full court one where I'm at the head. And, and the box out. So explain the box out drill. Do you, that, that's one that intrigues me because I'm always looking for drills that, that, that are good for, for rebounding and stuff. We're going to start with uh, box outs on the floor where, okay. you know, the circle's here. We're going to have circle here, circle here. So we'll have groups. There'll be an X and an O and an X, X and an and o. o. Yep. And we'll put the ball in the middle. I love that drill. And they've yep. got to, it's got to be four seconds. They hold the guy off. It's a great then drill. We, yeah. And then, and then what I do, you what you really have to do is teach them to go get the damn ball. Like, yes. I mean, there's nothing box. I mean, we got five guys boxing out and the ball bounces. It's like, great, go get it. <laughs> the well, then we, as we move in the season, we'll do just a – you know, just have five guys around kind of anywhere, right? Right. And then – oh, that's six. No, one, two, three, four, five. We'll throw it up, and they have to – the defense gets a point if it bounces. Ah, I like that. Okay, and then they've okay. got to get five points to get off. Ooh, so it's I like really that. holding the box out and waiting for the one bounce. Ooh, I like that a lot. Because it forces, I mean, and the problem is there's one weak link in that chain, baby. Mm-hmm. It's going to stand out. It's going to stand out quickly. <laughs> and the rest of them are going to, it's going to be like Lord of the Flies, man. They're going to come after that kid. Yes. Yes. And then we do this one a bunch too. Uh, I should have put these in numbers. We have one, two, three, four offensive players. And two defensive guys, right? In here. Okay. And I'm gonna shoot. And when I shoot, I'm gonna yell out two numbers. And those are the guys that are going to the glass. So I might yell out two and three. So two and three are going to the glass. Like they have that. to box these two guys out. Now you always get the one kid that goes, You get the guys on that side, and I'll get the guys on this side. Right. Well, hey, dummy, what happens when I call three and four? <laughs> right. Then this guy stands here and goes, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love so that. That's called numbered rebounding. We'll do that too. Numbered rebounding. Okay. And then did you have another, did you have one from later in the season? I'd yes. like to compare. I'd love to compare. Yeah. So let's see what I have the one later in the season. Uh, <clears throat> again, I'm big with the quotes. Yep. So this actually was a quote, uh, Peter Goober is, was a movie producer and he bought into the um, Golden State Warriors in like 2012. He was one of, the, one of the shareholders. And the year they won their first championship, I heard an interview with him on the radio like two days later. And this is a guy who started as a, you know, a production assistant intern and worked his way up to the head of like Paramount Pictures and, you know, it's a right. billionaire. And he, and he said this, they said, well, when you first bought in, you know, the team wasn't good. You had just drafted Steph Curry, blah, blah, blah. And he said this failure is an inevitable partner on the path to success. So at this point in the season, I will tell you, we were 0-4 and not close to winning a game yet. 
So, you know, this is when we did really you, talk about so you, so you, did you feel like you lost them this year? No. And I talked to them about that at the end of the season. That's really um, good then. We had one game. Uh, we had one game this year where I felt like we gave up. That's not bad. With that record, one game is not bad. And listen, that record, and I think the average score of the games was 65 to 37 was our – Okay. Was the average score. Okay. So, so yeah, only have one game that, where I felt like we completely – Well, that's why I asked the question. Is Because if you'd have come back and said, oh, I thought I lost them, then, then there's other issues. But if you never thought you lost them, that's half the battle. No. Like, <laughs> make sure they're in the boats, you know. Yeah, so and that's why I said, you. I said, you know, you guys showed uh, – there are a lot of lesser kids that would have stopped coming to practice that just right. would have bagged it. But, yeah, we had two kids that kind of – one kid was sort of injured, one kid was – and they left the program. Okay. And I said, you guys didn't. You showed up every day on time. But from someone that built a program, that's the way to do it. Like, if you don't want to be part – we're going to do this. You, whether you want to be a part of the building of this or not, it's fine. That's cool. Well, I'll tell you – I'll tell you this – quick story and see what you think as a veteran coach because I went through this issue this year so we didn't have a freshman team everyone was in one gym I had a freshman pretty big kid decently talented was the biggest kid in my gym decently talented would have gotten some minutes on the varsity this year would have played a ton of he comes out for the team we have the tryouts we're going through practice and about three days before the first game, he comes to me and he goes, hey, coach, listen. He goes, on Wednesdays, I'm not going to be able to come to practice because I play on a travel soccer team. He's your tallest kid? Yeah. Is he a goalie? The hell? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he is a goalie. Okay. <laughs> but he goes, I'm not going to be able to come to practice every Wednesday because hmm. I play on this travel soccer team. And I said – no. <laughs> and uh, he said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, you need to go home and talk to your parents and tell them that if you're on the basketball team on Wednesdays, you have to be a basketball practice. Right. Basketball practice. It's basketball season. So he came in. He said, well, I talked to my parents and, you know, I don't know. I said, listen, Nick, listen. I said, you're also going to have tournaments, aren't you? And he goes, well, yeah, I think we have like one a month or maybe two a month. I go, well, so then Saturdays and Sundays, if we have practice or a game, you're not going to be at that? Oh, I didn't think about that. I said, well, you need to. And I said, listen, it's up to you. The decision's up to you. I'm not going to force you to make a decision. Do you want to be part of the basketball program or do you want to be part of the travel soccer team that your right. parents pay for? I get it. So he said, oh, I think I'm going to do soccer. Two days later, his mom called me and ripped me. Ripped me. Called me an a-hole said the one I didn't like was she said, you didn't give my son a choice. I said, no, absolutely. I gave him a choice. Yeah. So here's because yeah. you don't like the choices. Doesn't mean you weren't given a choice. So here's, 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 here's the comeback for this. You did the, exactly what I would do. So you are a coach of a talented and gifted team for basketball players. Okay. <laughs> and your choices, I, and I give the, I spell this out to be in the year. If you miss a practice, you sit like, I'm sorry. Your mm-hmm. gerbil died. But the other kids were here and you weren't. I'm sorry you're sick, but the other kids were here and you weren't. Now, so if you're a starter, I don't start you. If you're not a starter, I don't, I don't put you in right away. 
Um, you know, I'm not going to sit you the whole game at that point, but if it's unexcused, that's unexcused. That means you ought, any unexcused absence for me, you sit a game. So every yep. time you miss a Wednesday, you'd sit the next game. It's like, you're really not going to be an integral part. So, I mean, I'm not sure a kid like that is, is going to be around in three years anyway. That's my theory. It's like, I want basketball players. Like I want multiple sport athletes that play their sports in the season and make the rest of the stuff mm-hmm. work. Well, so that's what I said to him. I go, next fall during soccer season, if we have weightlifting, are you going to miss soccer practice to lift weights? No. no. And the mom said to me, well, it's not the same thing. I go, it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. You're making choices, so live with your choice. That's what I said to the kid, and that's what I said to the mom. I said, we don't make choices in life. Listen, I'm fat because I eat Doritos. Okay, that's why. (laughs) I make the choice to eat Doritos. I love them. Terrific. Right. Right. I mean, that's what I don't get. It's like, yeah. So that's your choice as a parent to sign him up. That's your choice to decide that that's more important than mm-hmm. I'm not telling you, you have, you, you have to do that, <laughs> but like, I, yeah, no, I think Ooh, I, the, have- taking over a program too, you gotta, you gotta draw that in the sand too. That's a well, line that's- in the sand, man. Cause if that kid all of a sudden does that, everybody from ever is going to know, well, this kid got to do it. Well, so we're not going to talk for 238, but I, I love telling stories. So uh, I, I actually cut a kid, a senior. Um, and then we had a hole to do, and he got put back on the team. And I fell on the sword for that one. When this whole thing went down, I said, listen, just put the kid back on the team. We don't need to. Right. So that was the first week of practice. This happened like the third week of practice. And when it happened, and then we um, – you know, the kid decided I'm going to play soccer. The AD came in the next morning to practice and he said, Hey, what's the deal with, you know, the kid. And I said, you know, he said, I, the mom called me. I said, yeah. And I told them, and he's like, uh, you know, he's, he, he, he was, he had my back, but you know, he's playing the AD side. Right. Like, listen, yep, I understand I get it. His role. Yeah. But I said to him, I said, listen, I got to have some control over the program. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, I got to have some say in it. Some. A little. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And what did he say to that? Like, he, No, he was on board with it. I think, I, think, I think you got to spell it out and hand it out to the parents and the kids at the beginning of the year and say, sign this. Here well, I didn't get the job till September, and there was a lot of – So, so, so yeah. that's what I think in the offseason you got to think about it because I have, like, a expectations team and program expectations. Some people give kids passes. Mm-hmm. I don't even give them passes, like – some coaches will say you get three missed practices, passes. They can't be a day before a game. I don't – are you kidding me? There's no way you're missing a practice. But So, at this other school that I worked, we, we had a very good program. We – me and the assist, me and the head coach ran the AAU in the spring, and we had these kids from sixth grade on. It's a very – it's a small group one school here, single-A school, but very successful in the state. And we had a kid who was a great kid, really good player, and his eighth grade year, his mother and father came to me and the head coach and said, listen, next winter break, when he's in ninth grade, when Jackson, a freshman, 
he said, we are going to Ireland to see my wife's grandmother for the last time. She's dying. You know, she lives in Ireland. And, and but they said, we're coming to you now. We said, absolutely. We said, but Jack's going to miss two games in that time. Right. So he's going to be suspended for the next two games when he comes back. And the parents could, they were like, absolutely. I get it. We just wanted to let you know beforehand. Right. So Jack missed four games that year. The two right. that he was away and then he was suspended. for. Here's two. your action. Here's your consequence. As yeah. a parent, I would be like, I just letting you know, I totally get it. We wouldn't do this, but grandma's dying and we need to see grandma. Right. And the, but that's why they were totally fine with it. Cause right. they understood the expectation and, right. And that, and that will come with time as you're around longer, Coach. That yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I had to establish. You have to. You have to draw that line in the sand. Let's go back to that practice. Um, yeah. So I'm just looking. So everything till six is this. Yeah. Everything till six is the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Same thing. You know, a little bit, two times each. We know yeah. what the drill is now. Okay. Um, then we go to a thing called perfect possession. And uh, this is a defensive drill. Let me see okay. if I can explain this. Buddy of mine is the uh, strength and conditioning coach at Xavier. Okay. And uh, he always sends me drills, sends me things. When we talk, he gives me some things to do. So this is – we're working on defense. Uh, so you put your five out there on defense. You put 45 seconds on the clock. Okay? Offense gets the ball. They start. You hit the clock. The clock's counting down. You just play one possession. If the offense scores, if the offense gets an offensive rebound or if it goes out of bounds off the defense so the offense retains possession, any one of those three things happen, the whistle blows, the possession's over, the clock goes back to 45 seconds. If the defense gets a stop and a defensive rebound, obviously, or a steal, or the ball goes out of bounds on the offense, so the defense retains possession, the clock stops where it is. Say it stops at 32 seconds. Okay. Okay, there was, that possession was 13 seconds long. It stops at 32 seconds. The offense gets another possession. Defense gets a stop at 20 seconds. The clock stops at 20 seconds. Offense gets another possession. If at eight seconds the offense gets an offensive rebound, possession stops, Clock goes back to 45 seconds. I love that drill. So you got to get to zero to get off. That's brutal. That's like war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, like, real- that's like fisticuffs in our practice. That would be like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that drill. I love that drill. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like Game of Thrones, man. You better yeah, get Yeah, right? But- yeah. But again, that's building that toughness. That's, it is. Yes. I love that. You know, and it's what, what Xavier does it for is they have a thing. I forget if it's battles or wars. And my buddy who's a strength coach actually keeps track of it on the bench. If they get three stops in a row, that's a battle. They won a battle. And they figured out they have to win 11 battles in a game to win a game on the college level. I've never heard it. I, so we, we chart that. Like, like I'll change. If someone scores on me three times or does something, then I'll change. But I love – he's saying if they stop someone three times, it's three battles. They need 11 battles to win. Yeah. I love that. that in a college game, I bet it's, I bet it's <clears> like three – I bet 
that it's like eight battles. If you win eight battles, right. what you can do is go back and watch film of a game and kind of again, you're a math guy. So yeah, like, I love that because it is the the game is <clears throat> little pieces. Mm-hmm. Like we play stop score stop or stop score yeah. stop score, where it's just like I can't even tell you how many times I I come in and <clears throat> the game's close at the end. I go guys. All you need is a stop, a score, and a stop, and we got this thing. Yep. Like, and we've done it in practice. They kind of know what that feels like. Um, but I love that. Perfect possession. I love that. So the perfect possession is working on getting three stops in a row. Basically, basically they're saying in 45 seconds, it should be about three stops for them, again, in a college game. Okay. Perfect. So it's working on something that they're directly charting. So you know, the, the, the battles are talking about is just getting three straight stops. Three straight stops is a battle. Okay. Okay. It's a battle, and they've got to get eleven at the collegiate level. So I'm yes. guessing I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out what it is for the high school level. Right. Again, it's gonna be adjusted by the number of possess sort of the average number. What do you of play in your state? Quarters or halves? Quarters. And how many? Well, how long are your quarters? Eight minutes. Yeah, we play. Uh, we play eighteen-minute halves. Okay, it's, it's awesome. Halves yeah, you like it? Oh, I do. Do you have a shot clock? No. Okay. Do you? No. I was quoted in an article this year about it. I took a lot of heat. I'm not a shot clock advocate. I'm not either. Oh my god, I found somebody else. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Like, oh, I don't think we need is- a shot clock. Why do we need a shot clock? What's it going to do to the high school game? That's what I said, this reporter that I know was talking to me, and then when the article came out, a bunch of people, I go, does it markedly improve the game? Just, no. because, you, just because there are more points doesn't mean it's a better basketball game. Right. And three, could you imagine the crappy shots that some high school kids would take if they have to take a shot every 20 seconds? That's my biggest thing. Like, <laughs> they take I, awful I, shots. I, 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 I've coached guys that have played in the NBA. I've coached like 60 collegiate guys. Most of the time the shot clock comes down, my guys are going to be able to create a decent shot. You get to schools of 123 kids and you're that's putting – fi- Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But then you're, there are going to be horrible shots taken. My fourth one, you want a fourth one? Running a shot clock is not easy. And it's not easy. The, these officials are accountants and teachers and stuff during the day. How do they know if it touched the rim? There's that instant replay in a high school gym on a Tuesday night in January. It's like installing all of it, training people, having quality people do it. Yeah, It's not going to happen now. The world we're living in now, no one's putting shot clocks up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so that's dead. That's dead in the water, thank God. Yeah, I am not a shot clock advocate. I am not either. There's not many of us, but we can we can have a shot no shot clock party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting stations. So, yeah, shooting stations, we're going to do it's just a traditional five-spot shooting on one side. I'm telling you, that's, I've, I've talked to enough coaches about I don't get enough shots up. I, I, that's, that's one of my kryptonites in practice. I have to work on getting more shots up for my guys. I, just, I don't. And one of the things I always say to my assistants is they shoot enough on their own. Like, that's all they do when they're by themselves. Yeah, but they don't during the season. And it's like, it's no. like, it's like putting. When you don't do it, you lose right. it. That's the problem. From a former shooter, and a shooter lives in this house, when we either one of us don't shoot for a while, we notice it. 
that's why and it gets lost in practice planning i think especially late in the season and i'm mm-hmm. guilty of it i'm so guilty of it yeah i'm so and my one assistant yells at me all the time yeah he, there's there's part of him that's right about it too it's like he, <laughs> if you don't shoot you're not you you, you can lose that skill you're not going to be as effective right so right we're doing five spot shooting on one side on the other side we're doing finishing you know where they're driving in we're hitting them with pads good yeah I love you know that drill. yep you yep. know and the one thing I do is I have like a full length football pad and I tell them if I put it straight up over my head, you got a pump fake and then I'll bring it down yeah. and finish through the contact. Okay. You know, and the, and some of them will dribble in jump stop. I'll throw it straight up in the air and they'll throw it right off the pad. And you're just like, come on. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like, know. did you not see the pad? Like, did you think it was going to go? They through don't, the they pad? have their mind made up. That's why they, that's why they run over three people to get to the basket. It's Absolutely. Like and that's the whole thing, right? Jump stop and read what happens. <sighs> you, you get a call when you're under control. The official will give you the benefit of the doubt. If you're under control, if you yep. look out of control, they're not going to give you the call. Never, never, never. <laughs> and then, so now we're, we're into the season, we're into games. So we're going to work on specifics of what's coming up. I think this was a uh, Thursday practice. Yeah. Thursday one, two, and we were at Woodridge on Friday one, three. Okay. So we're going to work now the last hour, we're going to work on what we're going to see in that game. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what I tell coaches too. It's like, you got to, let's say having two hour practice is probably long for end of the season, but let's say you have a two hour, you got to chunk out that, 25 30 minutes to worry about your opponent and we map it out like if we're if we're playing on a thursday monday will be about us tuesday will be about us and them wednesday will be more about them you know you got to kind of decipher it but i like that yeah so right so for this particular team our one and our two defense was a uh a box and one the triangle and two because they had they had some good individual players so we were gonna throw a little junk defense at them they play a two-three zone, so we were going to work on our zone offenses. Okay. Um, actually, I want to show you. This was one we sort of invented on the fly. I don't know if anyone's. I'm sure someone's done something like this, but we were we were just trying to, you know, come up with something so we could get. A I shot. tell people that, and yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Let me see it. Uh, well, I tell coaches too. If you need to work on something, invent something. Like, shoot, I, I can't tell you the number of drills that I just came up with because we needed to work on X. So I figured right. a way to work on X. Like, well, this was an you know. offense where we were just trying to. Oops, he froze. It does happen that. I don't know. It's internet. I'm telling you, the world is on the internet right now. I'm surprised the internet hasn't broken. That's that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> There's a. There's like, that's like half the world is on the internet right now. Yeah, on a Friday night, everybody's zooming. <laughs> Everyone's watching Netflix or whatever they're doing. Yeah. So we called this, our best player was our point guard too. Okay. So we called this, I don't know, four over or something or four across, who the hell, whatever, you know, name it purple monkey dishwasher. Yeah, bingo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he would enter the ball to a wing. And then let me try to remember. So now the ball's on the wing and – yeah, this guy, the ball side elbow would dive to the corner. The opposite elbow would dive to the block. Okay. So the wing guy would immediately throw it to the corner, 
And when he did that, the point guard would flash right into here. And you would be surprised how many times we could throw it to our point guard right here. And now he's either got a shot or a dump down to the. I love that. I, and we, and we run a lot off of that. We call that kind of our chair set. Cause it looks like a chair. So it okay. Like, yeah. yeah. It looks like a chair. And then we'll reverse it with the one, the one will come set a screen for the guy that has the ball. And then he'll go off that screen, go to the corner and then the big X. Um, okay. So it, it's kind of a continuity offense, but I love that. Yeah. I think that chair, yeah. you know, low block, high block, wing, corner, and then someone opposite. I call it a chair set because it looks like a chair a little bit. Um, right. We would tell that, that opposite wing guy to find the opening on yeah. that low wing, high wing. Because once we got it to our point guard here, right, he – He's got space. You want he's space. got space. Yeah. Because what happens is the X is here. The other X is here. The X big is here. Right. He's not giving a layup up. Yeah. Right. This X, this other high X, is he's, he's here, but he's not looking at the point guard. Right. Most of the time, teams are trying to skip the ball. Right. So when he would dive in there, this guy would just be, you know, again, we would run it maybe one time here, one time in the second quarter. You know, it's not something we would run over and over. Um, I wanted to, on the practice plan, I wanted to, on both of them, and then the end of practice, we do the same thing every day called close out shooting. Okay. Okay. End of every practice all year. I've ended every practice like this for probably seven years in a row. Okay. On every level. I, I think I got it from like, I was watching a Michigan State shooting drill or something. I don't know. And then I kind of, like you said, I kind of modified it. Yeah. Modified for, first of all, the number of baskets you have, you have to modify for your guys. That's right. what I tell people. It's like, you got to like, read, read your personnel a little bit. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, if you'd like to support us, go over and check out teachings.com for coaches who want to get better. Also subscribe and like, we do appreciate those. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.